What up, what up? This is Judgmentalist coming at you with another special episode of your favorite Digital Nomad podcast. That's right, this is Big Sexy Digital Nomad. It's a bonus episode, which means we've got another fun, loving interview for you. What do we have in store? Well, I guess we're going to find out soon because we're going to get down to it. I am very off on this music right now, and I don't know why. Um... I got so good at having that just just flow through my head, and somehow there was like an extra verse in there or something. But uh, here we are yeah. with uh, Big Sexy, who's certainly on point and is about to start speaking when he's supposed to. Who knows what the hell I'm doing? <laughs> well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever this is hitting your ear holes, I hope that it is good. You know, maybe it's just a lot. It's holiday season. You know, things are going, families coming and going, you know. A lot of things are happening, a lot of moving parts. It's okay to be a little bit off at this time of the year. Oh, I'm totally off right now because my day started very different than it normally does. Um, I ended up having to drive to a cruise terminal to not get on a ship, but to pick up family members and bring them back uh, from a cruise that they recently went on. So I hope they had a good time. It is what it is. So, uh yeah, what do you got for us? What do we got well, here so for to, everybody today? Today, as I said, is another bonus episode. Uh, today, you're going to hear from my good friend Mimi, who was the very first person uh, that I met. Not the very first person, but one of the first few people that I met here in Malaga once we moved to Benal Madana. Um, they had a group. I talked about it before. I uh, finally got a chance to sit her down for an interview. Yeah, so we had time, fun time with the group. Uh, was hanging out um, in the beach by the marina. So we finally got a chance to sit down. I taught her how to play mahjong. Uh, uh, she's uh, been an integral part of coming over on the weekends. Uh, she's a fun, different kind of person. Uh, uh, you'll hear what I talk about when you hear the interview. She has some very amazing uh, background in uh, um, art and and ideas about the world. Uh, she's one of my favorite conspiracy theorists um, who has some wild and out there ideas. So I, I, I hope you guys are ready for the ride that me and Mimi go on. That's why when I was talking last, last week, you're like, this is not a conspiracy podcast. I'm like, well, we're going to be for an episode. <laughs> I can tell you, how do I say this? I love hearing about a good conspiracy theory. I do as well. I do as well. And, and you know, uh, power to the people that, uh, well, not power, but you know, Kudos to the people who believe them, but don't like shove it down your throat. You know what I mean? Like they people believe what they believe. People are gonna have the beliefs sure. that they have whatever, whatever. Whether it makes sense or not, whether the alternate has been proven or not, people still will believe what they believe. You know, um, I think John Mayer has a great uh, song called "Belief," and you know he says, uh, "Do you know anybody who haven't had their uh, changed their mind?" by what they read one day on a sign. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people are going to believe what they believe. And so, but you know, she's uh, traveled a lot, been around the world. Uh, she's French and Moroccan um, or uh, Algerian. She'll say it. she'll French and African, something like that. Uh, we'll go into details on the, on the, I'm hazy with it right now, but uh, it's a lot of fun. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy this interview with Mimi. Sweet. Interview. interview. 
What up, Big Sexy World Travels? It's your boy, Big Sexy, here on another fabulous bonus episode, another interview episode with a dear friend of mine who actually was, I met on my very first public uh, event when I came to Malaga back in May. Uh, uh, one of the one of the first few folks that I met uh, way back then. We've been friends. I recently taught her how to play mahjong, and we've been hanging out and and chilling. And I want to introduce you all, and I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Uh, without any further ado, let's give it up for La Belle Planta. Yay! Hello, <laughs> how are you? Thank you for having me or uh, having introduced me this way. Thank you so yeah, much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So how how everything going? Everything is uh, doing fine because I'm reprogramming myself. I'm deprogramming and reprogramming myself. Nice. I just want to be with, uh, be living with more positivity Okay. and create more abundance in my life. So it's been a journey because for it to happen, for it to come to, to us, we have to let go of the past and unnecessary loads and the mental charges. So I've been learning a lot and it's been pleasant. It's like... Uh, you know, when you travel, you have a lot of luggages and it's like uh, putting on the floor and leaving your luggages and just mm-hmm. uh, traveling the world with a backpack. We definitely know a lot about traveling with a lot of luggage. We definitely are familiar with, definitely. That, with that concept. Yeah. Um, so tell, tell my listeners, like, where you're from, where'd you grow up? Tell us, tell, us, tell us your origin story. Yes. So actually, I was born in Paris from, par- uh, from parents who have uh, North African uh, backgrounds okay. from Algeria. And uh, I've always uh, been between two, two cultures. So the Occidental one and, uh, well, the African, the source, the... The, you know the, the motherland. The motherland. You know what I mean. So, I've been very actually attached to our both culture, but lately I'm, 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 I'm very close to Africa. I'm watching videos and I'm learning about or a lot about um, African history that was not shown in books and not uh, shared on TV. So, right. uh, I'm. I. Uh, it's amazing how I learn a lot. There's more than the Egyptian civilizations. There's also other civilizations around the um, uh, Congo, or Ghana, you know, empire. I mean, uh, so I'm just amazed. I, every day, like my life, when I'm, I'm learning something is an amazement. Is a, is, it's a gift. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah, so I'm focusing on this month, especially. I'm focusing on the... Um, yeah, this abundance uh, program, reprogram or deprogramming, now reprogramming, and uh, learning your real history. Okay. Know? Did you grow up in France? Oh, Is yes. that where you grew up? Yes, that's very interesting because I grew up in France, and since I was between two cultures and I didn't know who I was, actually, uh, and nobody explained, so all I heard was a bunch of in, um, uh, interdictions. Uh, prohibitions like, mm-hmm. hey, you are um, Algerian, you are uh, Muslim, you should not uh, eat this or you should not do this. And because I didn't know, and I was the first child, so my mother tried to groom me actually. And um, and there, my parents sent me to one of the best uh, private school in my area, okay. which was um, Catholic. So. I fell in love with uh, who they call Jesus, you know. Uh, uh, so I was completely torn between. Um, I wanted to be blonde with blue eyes. Right. I wanted to follow Jesus, and my parents wanted just to me to be Muslim. Uh, and I didn't know who, what, 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 what it was. But what I loved about my North African culture, the Algerian culture, was that there were a lot of family family gatherings. And uh, a lot of warmth, a lot of love. Did you go? Did you travel to um, North Africa when you were yes, younger? Yes, and that's actually that was my first trip. And I remember, you know, the first impression that I got of my of visiting my motherland was dust. <laughs> really, <laughs> dust. Because I went to the a village. I mean, I mean, it was a small town. Right. And I was like, oh my god, so dusty everywhere, and. Yeah, and the, the the houses are made with um, stones or um, uh, clay, <laughs> clay, 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 yeah. and, and 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 the streets were not well um, 
maintained. Maintained. Thank paid. you for it. Uh, I got you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you yeah. for it. Um, that was a shock. That was a cultural shock, but that was just amazing because um, this, I, I think, changed my life because I became a, I'm not going to say a professional uh, traveler, but I think my whole life I've been traveling and it started with this trip to Algeria because I, I had to, I realized that um, we were talking different languages. I thought that people would talk French in all of the world. In all the world, right? Yeah. And so, no, it's no, it was not nope, like that. No, we're talking English. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, not in Algeria. Well, actually, where I lived, uh, where um, I went, where I visited, I, we didn't talk English. But it was amazing because even though we were not uh, talking the same language, every time we would share we would communicate. We right. would find a way to communicate and share good moments. Awesome. Now, now you say you travel a lot. Yeah. Uh, where, where around the world have you been? Well, I was gonna th say where uh, in the world I haven't been actually. Oh, no, 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 no. No, but I've been to the um, North uh, North America, mostly North America. Okay. Yeah, all so North Can America. Canada, America, Mexico. Yes. Yes. And then I went to um, Peru, Bolivia, um, and uh, where else? Ah, yeah, Asia. I okay. went to India, Singapore, Indonesia, Philippines. Um, um, you ever been to the Republic of China? Uh, no, not no, 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 yet? no, no, yet? Okay. no. And I, I went to Iran, Turkey, and the Arab world. Actually, okay. the whole all Arab world except. Except Saudi Arabia, I was too afraid to be kidnapped. Well, oh. I before I, I I heard I had heard in the the nineties that they were kidnapping uh, people, so I was like I don't want to go there. Anyway, right. um, no, I'm not attracted to this country, but but um, I almost went there, but no, never. Nah. Uh, uh, finally, no. What about but, what about like uh, Australia or New Zealand? I do. I would love to go there. And haven't been there yet. No. no, no oh yeah. Same. I want to go. I definitely. You too. Uh, yeah, I would. We absolutely want to go there and check those places. Oh, out. you know what? Talk, talking about New Zealand's. Um, when I was in Qatar, I was mm -hmm. visiting a, a friend in. No, I was just visiting Qatar, and I made new friends there. A Maori um, made a love declaration to me. I mean, he 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 was not in love with me, but he sang. The love song, a Maori love song. What's a Maori? Uh, Who's a Maori? Uh, sorry, Maori from New Zealand, right? We say Maori or Maui? I, I, good. Murray is, Maori. Is, Maori, Maori, Maori. Sorry. It's not like Murray from New Zealand, <laughs> but I don't know who that is. No, no, no. Maori is someone from the Maori tribe. Oh, oh you know, it's again, dumb American. Uh, oh, no, I, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm now familiar with yeah, the, the Maori. Uh, yes, Maori tribe in, Maori, yeah, in yeah, New yeah. Zealand. Plus, to all our yeah. New Zealand listeners, I apologize for my ignorance, but that's this is a journey of learning. This is a <laughs> journey of education. Yes, to all the Maori people. Yes, of course. I'm no, plus I have a French accent, so I, I, I mean, I, I forgive you. So hold on, I have to, I have to explain to you. That was just beautiful. We were sitting around the table, okay. and they were like, "You want to hear a love song?" I'm like. A Maori love song, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm very attracted to native people, to the first tribes. So I started doing like I'm going to made, imi imitate it, but uh, of course, um, uh, French accent. Uh, yeah. 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 So it was like very intense, and it was like. And in my head, I was like. Is that a love song or he wants to fight me? <laughs> he, wants, he, he wants to fight me or what? So it, it, it sounded so intense. Uh, I was like, okay, okay, wait a minute. So maybe they're very passionate lovers, but he was I'm like, oh, is that an Akha? Are we going to play rugby after? No. But um, it was just beautiful. So it was a mixture of and then... Mm, like soothing moments and uh i think it was one uh, nice uh, beautiful uh, nice. unexpected moment nice nice oh, that's that's, yeah. that's uh, lovely that now uh where, where, where did that happen where, where was this that? happened in an um, apartment in qatar in doha in doha, in doha okay 
Oh wow! Okay, so that was yeah. That's completely that's unexpected. unexpected. Yeah, because I, was, I was not supposed to uh, visit that friend with another friend, and everything came out of the blue, and and I felt the the love, but this intense love, and uh, I'm fascinated by them. Yeah, uh, of course. And did you immediately fall in love after the Maori love song? Were you hey, like, no. were you were you smitten? Like, oh, you special no. love. Oh, I would have loved to fall in love with him, but no, but no, no. no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I liked his friend actually. Oh well, there you go, there you go. And he didn't. The friend didn't have a Maori love song ready to go for you. No, but he liked me, uh, and I, um, I don't know. I didn't show my appreciation back. Uh, that's strange. I mean, I was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what, uh, what finally brought you here to Malaga? When did you come to Spain? Uh I, what brought me to Malaga? Or shall I say it's um, because during the COVID. Um, crisis mm-hmm. my country was turning into a dictator i mean like a lot of countries in europe and all over the world but i cannot accept something to be forced uh to do something to be forced um uh is that correct yeah English? yeah to yeah. be forced to be to forced do to do something yeah, yeah. all right so and plus um the crisis there was tougher than in malaga here I heard that people could go to cafe, restaurant, on the terrace till 6 p.m. And us, there was nothing closed. It was depressing. No, no, no coffee, no restaurant, nothing. And plus, the police officers were really pushing us to, I don't know, wear the mask, uh, uh, give us a fine, they were beha- behind our ass. Well, from what I see in the media, because... For my part, I actually pretty much enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't enjoy that situation, but I made sure to escape. I escaped a lot. There was a park next to my house. Right. We were supposed to stay just one hour outside. Well, just- this also kind of benefited you because everybody else is staying inside, so you got to experience the park without, you know, gross people. Yeah. Sorry? What, what you about got the to go, You got to go to the park, and you know, people were staying inside, and you're out of the park. Nobody else is there. Well, there so you get people. to just focus on the nature. Oh, really? People were out of the park. Well, they were there with the dog. The thing oh, is God. that, you know, in France, if you had a dog, oh. I thought this was, this was back in France. Yeah, in France. God bless. You had a dog. You could walk the dog three times a day. I had no dog. I wanted to, to take any dog just to go out. <laughs> so you know what I did? I just started running because when you run, hey, you can go out too. So I started running. I had no um, uh, sport shoes. I just used some uh, mountain shoes and I was running with my mom and shoes and I was I had um, I had gained weights and I don't I, I was just doing it and then the park I, I I was hiding in the park so I had no problem I was hiding among the the trees so I connected with nature as you said nice yeah so how that how that bring you to Spain ah yeah sorry the Spain because I heard it was easier here and I was like if one day my country Forbid me, forbids me to travel. I would love to stay in Spain because there's so many um, zone areas, cultures that I still need to discover, and it's still it's next to Africa. So right. I'm always telling people, half joking, is there is any problem here? I go cross the river and I go to Morocco or, or swimming, but I I, I just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just, we can it's, see it from here. Yeah, it's like, that's amazing. See, yeah. It's closer. I, I steal a boat. I don't know, but I just go. You know what I mean? So I felt that um, Malaga or uh, Spain was a nice place to stay. Oh, excellent, excellent. And uh, did you, when you got to Spain, did you immediately come to Malaga? Or did you travel around Spain first? Uh, I, my, my, my mother, she had, a, she still has a flat, so we had a base, and the base was Malaga. Okay. But yes, I traveled around to Cordoba, Valencia, Alicante, Sevilla, the main Ronda, Granada, the main city. You know, uh, in the Andalusia, I'm, I'm pretty good. With, ah, I went to Cadiz also, so I know pretty much the south of Spain, and I still need to discover other um, other area. Do you have a favorite part? So far, where am I? Where I am? Sorry. Yeah. In Big Sexy's apartment, right. yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah. Now, of all the traveling in the world, yeah. Do you have a favorite memory or location or some place that you went that was like doesn't have to have to be life changing or, or you know completely altering, but just some the, the very fond memory of? Yes, and I did write something about it. Really? Yes. So my one of my favorite memories is um, come from India. Okay, what where in India did you go? I went to um, Bombay, well, uh, Mumbai now. Uh, I actually I did the south of India and I I did kind of everything around the circumference. I did all the circumference except Calcutta. But uh, what amazed me is Rajasthan. Rajasthan is the land of of uh, the Maharaja and the princes and the kings. So mm-hmm. I really fell in love with Rajasthan, which is um, which is in the desert, and um, and a lot of dust, a lot of, of course, dust, yeah. uh, definitely. And uh, I went to the north of uh, India in Kashmir. I, I went actually to the border of China and India. I was at more than 4,000 meters uh, up and there was a lake up and that was that was amazing because when I was up, it felt like I was on the beach. The dunes are like the dunes you could see by the beach mm-hmm. and there was a beautiful lake. So I went to the lake and I I drank the water of a lake and guess what? It was super salty. You were, yeah. Cause, uh... So, well... Imagine the, the sea was there, uh, 4,000 or 5,000 meters up, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, so this was super nice and very, was very impressive because there was a lot of snow and a lot of cars, you know. Um, um, Spinning and wrecking. And- yeah, and falling in this thing, I mean. Right. Uh, and then Rajasthan, one amazing uh, memory is that um, as I was um, visiting Udaipur, Udaipur, I had a boyfriend there, a well, boyfriend, someone there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had another girlfriend in Jaipur, but I was the, I don't know, number, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I met this guy in a hotel and he was like, hey, I was a journalist, by the way. I was writing about. Uh, really? Yeah. I was uh, writing about uh, traveling and <laughs> tourism. Okay. And he was like, hey. We'll, we'll, we'll start go back to that. I want to hear more about that. Oh, that's cool. So it was like, hey, I have a hotel in uh, Jaisalmer in the desert between, uh, I mean, close to Pakistan in uh, Tar, Tar, Tar Desert. Would you like to come with me? You can, I can host you and you can write something about my hotel in, the, in your article. And I'm like, hey, it sounds like a good deal. I mean, I didn't know him from nowhere. It could have been a scam. But what I loved about this trip and what I loved about me is that I was flowing, right. always flowing and uh, trusting people. So we crossed the desert. I mean, we, we drove many, many kilometers. On the way to Jezalmer, we saw a monk, the Jain, Jain monk and um, a Jain um, the, the, for the woman. I mean, a couple. Huh? I don't know. I'm... A monk, two monks. Two monks. Two monks. Male, one, male and female monks. Yeah. So the female was walking um, on the road with her hand like this. The whole trip, the hand like this. And the monk, the male, was naked. Oh. So when Wait, you are... Like completely naked? Completely naked. In the desert? Yeah. What what when what what was the time frame? What when was this happening? This wasn't like it was the afternoon, so it was not too cold. And, uh, and it wasn't in the summertime, so it wasn't too hot, right? Uh, Hopefully. It, it was hot, but not too hot. I can't remember when was that. But it was going on the pilgrimage to where I was going. But I was going with the car, and he was going by walk. But naked with his female monk. Yeah. About, no, she I wasn't was naked, right? She no, was, she was not. Right. So why this? Because they respect so much life that, uh, that uh, they don't want to um, swallow by any chance an insect. They don't want to kill life. And him, I guess, he was just he just wanted to be in communion, in harmony with the, the universe, with and nature. But he, but he didn't mind if he ate a bug. He uh, he wasn't walking like with his hand uh, this, his I can't either. remember. I can't remember. Maybe it was too. I can't, uh, this is a good question. I can't yeah. remember. But it was very, uh, ça m'a changé. Uh, it changed my perspective of life. 
I can imagine driving through the middle of a desert and seeing a butt naked dude <laughs> and when walking how that like that's that's not something you see every day. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we are judging because we're coming from another world, but right. this could be just normal, and this was normal for them, you know. And as I got to the deserts, uh, uh, I found this fortified, uh, fortified fortress. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was a fortress and a lot of houses in Jaisalmer, and some houses around in the. And uh, I felt like a princess uh, in. The, in Aladdin, tell um, uh, uh, it was um, ah, it was something different. I mean, and and everything went well. And then again, this host was like, uh, "Do you want to go to the desert to see the sunset?" And I was like, "Hey!" I was like, "Always, hey, yeah, okay, so yeah, right." That's amazing. Uh, two guys, one girl in the desert. I mean, uh, I I was very very trust um i was very trusting Mm -hmm. i trusted those guys and i'm glad i did because everything went well yeah and um can i read what i wrote please yeah if you if you if you if you wrote about your travels i absolutely want to hear it sure so i wrote you something to you all i wrote it yesterday thinking about traveling okay i do write spoken words it doesn't rhyme much but um Well, just listen. When I travel, I connect with my instincts. I'm no longer a territorial being. When I travel, I become an animal, like a bird that crosses skies and spaces following the flow of the wind. I become a seed that crosses borders. I immerse myself in places and people. I saw a a smile, a, a conversation, an exchange, a hug, in short, I so love, and I know that they germinates in me and in others into beautiful memories, tenderness, friendships, and unusual anecdotes that myself cherish for the rest of my life and that I visit from time to time in my dreams. I travel, I am moved, I move my courage as a luggage, my absolute love on my heart, my generosity in my hand, my curiosity on the lashes of my eyes. I offer the key to my heart to anyone willing to share a sincere moments of life. I drop my weapons, my only shield being my trust. I explore the beauty and purity of this world. Before going to India, I was forbidden to talk to strangers, not to go out after a certain time, not to get drunk alone in bars walk around in almost uh, deserted areas. All I needed, my soul guides, my instinct, my love, and myself to attract the best people to me. All I received was love and kindness from strangers, gift of chicken biryani, lassies, chai, bai, brothers and sisters for life. My sea journey also began in India. I collected seeds from respectful farmers. It all began with Vandana Shiva, who inspired me. I understood that life was owed in a seed. To this day, I collect, sow, give away my seeds because my journey continues even when I'm sitting still. Lovely, very nice. What's Thank you. what's the name of that that piece? You have you have a title for it? No, give me a name. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> see, so you talk about traveling. You talk about sowing seeds. Uh, Maybe sow seeds. Uh, you could talk about uh, India. The, the love, of, the uh, sowing love. Sowing, yeah. I would call it uh, sowing love. Yeah, or the love so, or something along those lines. Sowing love, I think, because when you have an open heart, you yeah. actually uh, get the best of people. Or when you come, you know, with this aura of someone like an angel, all you get is love. And I was just pure. I was just a bit naive, but I so wanted to travel with um, with no fear 
I wanted to travel with love. So all the everyone was like, no, don't do this. Da, 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 da. They're raping women. Da, 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 da. Like, no, no. What's the point of visiting a place if I can't do anything, if I can't talk to people? So right. I all the things they said, boom, garbage. Yeah, it's always better. I was and again, again, I'm also coming from a male perspective, I completely understand. But I also believe that it's better to uh try to view the world from a place of love as opposed to a place of fear. Yes, definitely. Right, because if you're scared, then you're never going to experience the things that are out there. And you got to take risks. You got And it's a risk. It can be very risky. But I've also learned, especially in these travels now, that, you know, sometimes there's a high reward for that risk, you know, because um, you may see something beautiful. You may experience something that you would have otherwise missed out on had you been too afraid to leave your Airbnb or your apartment or whatever. Yes. Um, so I left my comfort zone because even the day, the first day of second day I came, I, I see this woman dressed like a, a blonde with blue eyes, dressed with um, a sari, Indian sari, and she came like, be careful. They're dragging people and they come back as zombies and days after they just die. I'm like, oh, wow. And I don't know why, how I forgot all these things, but I, I don't know. I, I started my journey actually in New Delhi. And in New Delhi, I don't know, I, I met nice people. I had some nice food. I, buy, I bought a beard, like a real beard, just for Halloween, just in case. Okay. And I don't know, all the things that we people said was gone, forgotten. And um, it was very interesting because they don't see much people like me there. And a lot of people ask me uh, um, to be uh, photographed. photographed. So I was photographed, but... Sometimes I remember one day it was very overwhelming because I, I was visiting, um, I want to tell you the story. I was visiting um, a monument and I was alone with a friend. It was a bit uh, late because I just wanted to be alone, you know. And then now um, a, a group of people came to me. It was like, hey, where, where are you from? What's your name? And I had no energy and I had no intention to share. I remember. Right. So when they asked my name, I was like, oh, shit, I'm tired of telling my name. <laughs> <laughs> so I just made up, I just made up a name. And uh, you want to know? The yeah, name? of course. <laughs> of course I want to know the, ma- the name you made okay, up. Okay, hold on. Attach yourself to your seat. I was like, my name is... Did you say it that long? And, and, and... I swear to you. <laughs> and, and they were like, very puzzled for uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can imagine the for two seconds they're like oh gosh that's her name what to do what to do <laughs> and then did, did anybody ask you how to spell it no oh my gosh because <laughs> that would have been my my request uh, uh this is just um, spell that for me and so they all are busted in in laugh and we had all a genuine life even myself so that was a great time so hey i tried to escape a moment of love but it ended up like being a a super moment of love and and joy laughter and joy where were you with it when this happened in um rajasthan in a smaller town I think it was um, ah not Udaipur. ah I forgot oh Bunji Banji something like this. Okay, well I'm sure my and if we have any listeners in India, then you know exactly where she's talking about. And if we don't, uh, Google it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or Bubi, I forgot. Now uh, you say you've been in North America, and yes. I know you've been to the U.S. Yeah. What parts of the U.S. have you been to? So mostly, my dream was to. Uh, to go to New York, and I had been there for the first time in '95. Okay. I had a chance. Ooh, the '90s. Ooh. So I knew. I saw the evolution of New York, um, and then Giuliani came as a mayor and cleaned up the city. Um, yeah, yeah I saw the change. Mm-hmm. I remember that night because I was very much into hip hop, and I loved the Hu Tang. Wu Tang. Yes, and I passed with the bus through Malcolm X Avenue in the Harlem. Okay. It was dark. It was only brownstones occupied by dealers, and I was like, "Wow, 
<laughs> it was fascinating, you know. And it's, um, it didn't look good, but I was fascinated. And you know what? The next year, I came back without that uh, touristic bus. Right. And I booked, um, I was in a, what we call a youth hostel in the same very avenue. And, of course, the dealers were there in the corners. They never did anything wrong to me. Yeah. They just don't pay attention. You know, yeah, they unless don't. You, unless, you, unless you're, you know, in the market, they don't care. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, the first night I came and then I opened my eyes. I was like, wow. Yeah. Ah, no, Lennox Lenox Avenue. Lennox Avenue. Lennox Avenue, not Malcolm X. Lennox Avenue. And I, I, I had a blast. I had a blast in that area. So New York, and then I went to Philadelphia because I, I came back again in '98 to okay. study. So I was studying, and my campus was in Manhattan. Oh, nice! What school? Uh, Hunter College. Okay. So that was, uh, yeah, Hunter College. Hunter College. Uh-huh. 69th Street and Lenox Avenue. Ah. Sure. Lenox Avenue. So hold on, in Harlem must have been Malcolm or Lenox Avenue. I can't remember the I name. I mean, Lenox Avenue might go all the way from one place to another. Okay, so um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. it's very possible that it could be the same. Yes. Same street, right? So that was uh, I. I was studying there, and then I got the chance to visit Philadelphia and Miami at that time, and uh, we crossed Virginia. Virginia, Carolina, North and South. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, and a long time after, I came back in 2004 and 2013. And in 2013, I went to um, I went to Miami again and um, Orlando and New Orleans. Did you ever make it to the West Coast? You ever been to like no, New York I would love and LA to. and Vegas? I would, love, I would love to. My sister lived there. Okay. I should have taken advantage of that to visit them, but I had no time. But I visited New Orleans, and it was also very. Wow, well, now let me let me ask powerful. about that because sure. uh, you're French, yeah, and you went to New Orleans, yeah, which is probably the Frenchest part of the of the United States. Mm-hmm. What was your experience there, um, uh, being from France and going to like the France of the United States? Well, I I felt no difference because uh, everyone talked to you me. Do, you do you do look Creole, but nobody talked to to me in Creole or in French. No, really, no. No, really, I didn't feel connected to the French part of uh, New Orleans. I was really connected. I was searching for jazz, so this is what I found. That's a good uh, place to find it. Uh yeah, but I I was more. Um, uh, I was more uh, this from Drunk. the place than than me uh, be. Um, you were taken in as opposed to giving out, giving out. Well, I, I listeners, you can't see. Yes. She's, she's putting her hand forward and bringing it to her body. Uh, that's why she was, but she wasn't from her body out into the world. I, I was not putting my Frenchness on the plate. Got it. Uh, you know what I mean? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, you were just going through observing. Yeah, and I was. Louisiana. Yeah, I was talking to my uh, to to people. I, uh, one beautiful moment that I had that I shared was with this guy singing beautifully jazz in the street. I was having my cafe au lait because mm-hmm. this is how they they sell cafe au lait, and he invited me for Chinese. Um, Chinese meal okay. and he so wanted to invite me for a Chinese meal and that was beautiful I let him invite me and we had a beautiful moment of uh, friendship we talked a lot by uh, um, and then when I went back to New York he called me he said hey listen to this and he made me hear him singing in the street of New Orleans nice. and that was just beautiful and I was like wow it's 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 very touching because ah um, uh, because uh, you I, 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 you you cannot expect but when you travel you mark people you have an impact on people and people have an impact on you yes so I'm I, I'm I still think of him you know um, it might not 
think of me, but I still think of him and he has been part of my history and uh, my past. So yeah, it's, he's, um, he's, a, he's, a, uh, he's a character, he's a main character in your story. Like that's kind of one of the things I mentioned, you know, the reason I do this podcast, one of the reasons I did this podcast other than, you know, I love to talk is uh, I've come to accept the fact that not only am I a storyteller, but I'm also a conduit for other people to tell their stories, right? That's what I really learned about doing these interviews. Like it's an opportunity for people around the world from different walks of life to tell their story. And everybody has a story. Every single person you meet, every single person has a story from where they grew up to where life took them to where they are now to their dreams and hopes for the future. Like we all have stories and they're all different. There may be some overlap in certain places, but, Overall, they're all different. They're all interesting. And, you know, um, while not everybody's story is interesting to everybody, everybody's story is interesting to somebody. And, you know, I want people who are interested in the story of human humanity and human life, especially around the world. As I said, well, I mean, here I am in an apartment in Banama de Nath, Spain, yeah, right, minutes away from the, the sea, talking to someone from France who is France and Algerian, right, um, who has seen the world as well, who has also come to Spain. That's amazing. Just just that sentence alone that we get to do that is, is phenomenal. You know, so that that guy, whoever he was, from that, from that moment in your life, was, you know, a part of your story. And, you know, in, in that Louisiana chapter of, of your story. Yeah. Yes, and I learned a lot because that was after the flood. And I met that uh, woman from the Red Cross. And this is shocking what I learned because, you know, when um, the, the, there was a flood, when the... Um, Katrina. Kat Hurricane. Katrina, yeah. but uh, the river came out of her bed, came out of his bed. This, I will need you some help mm -hmm. from, uh, for English. Gotcha. Okay? Thank I you. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. The water, the river came out of its bed. The the rivers overflowed. Overflowed. They broke the levee. And you know and what? Flooded the, and flooded the state. Yes. And city. actually, the maintenance, they knew about it. They knew that the maintenance was not right and any time this could happen. They knew it from the start. Yes. And everything was planned when I uh, met this uh, Red Cross um responsible she was responsible for uh gathering all the forces all the equipments to come to help those people mm -hmm. and you know what she got a phone call from the government saying hey leave leave them don't go don't go help them remove we not we don't uh, we don't allow you to have your you're ready to um to give them uh, assistance assistance and yeah. she felt traumatized by this experience. She obeyed them. She didn't have to. Well, uh, we all, may all make a choice. She could have gone against this um, order. Right. Uh, and she got traumatized by it. And she felt so guilty. And people put the blame on her. I understand. Uh, and I was like, fuck, the government tell you that not to help people? So this was a plan. And actually, people died in the flood because of the water, but people died after or so from um, uh, lungs cancer because mm -hmm. they were into the water. The water was very contaminated. Right. So this story, actually, New Orleans is full of um, spirit and ghosts. Huh? Uh, so much, uh, uh, it's heavy. The atmosphere is heavy also. Uh, but I love that place. I love that place. And uh, ah, yeah, and they actually... This place was rebuilt or renovated to, uh, we call it, the, uh, uh, was the concept of tabula rasa. Tabula rasa is Latin, it's Latin word. Mm -hmm. They tried to build up again New Orleans like a virgin page right. to install a new system. So this was just an experiment. New Orleans was just an experiment. So... When I was there in 2013, I just opened my eyes of what people were capable of doing just to obtain something. Yes. 
Now, of all the places in the world that hmm. you have seen, yes, what location would be ideal for you to live? Or is there a place that you haven't seen yet that you want to, uh, that, that you think in your mind would be like ideal for you to reside? Like that, like, like that where you, you will find, you, you know, when your entire spirit and your entire being is at peace in that environment. Do you, have, do you have a place like that in mind? Yes. Ooh, I love, I love this. Uh, where, where is this? Well, uh, you talked about um, Australia and New Zealand mm -hmm. earlier, and that would be New Zealand. New Zealand. Interesting. You're not my first guest yeah? to say this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. For which reason? Shout out to New Zealand. New Zealand, you need yeah, to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, I mean, a, a few people that I've talked to said, you know, I asked that question, like, where where in the world would you want to live? New, Ze New Zealand is one of the top answers. Wow, uh, because I think it's, uh, well, it's a beautiful country. It's still a bit, um, not wide, but um, close to their traditions, close to um, nature. Mm -hmm. I love the Maori culture. Sometimes I watch videos of these young kids uh, learning Aka. Um, I'm fascinated by this country. And you know what? I heard that a lot of um, billionaires, American, uh, North American billionaires, do have a villa there. Yeah, I'm sure. They're hiding there or they will hide there because uh, New Zealand is a good place to feel to protected be. and yeah. to be and to live. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Look, if we get yeah. a little money, I might, you know, if, if we ever hit that, love, that super wealthy status, I wouldn't mind, you know. <laughs> Popping a spot in New Zealand and well, you know, over there every now and then. I don't need to have a villa to li be living there, but I could just be living in a tree. I could just build a oh yeah yeah a yeah wooden uh, hood, Not, hood, 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 uh, hut. Build a hut there, yeah. In the forest, I would be uh, definitely happy. Yeah, that's where you and I differ. No, give me. I want Wi-Fi. <laughs> give, give, I want. I, I don't want, want Wi-Fi. Yeah, you don't want the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I want to. I want to connect to the world. I want to uh, give me a city. Give me a. Uh, you know. A city. city. You, you don't need a city. You just uh, hear yourself sing, or you can make people sing for you. You know, this. You don't yeah. need a city, and to communicate, you don't need Wi-Fi. You just need pigeons. You 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 use you know the pigeons like we did before. You attach a, a message. Yeah, to, I was never I was never tying notes to birds and hope they get to hey, the right location. It's time to learn. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's time I'm, to learn. I'm I'm a modern day I'm a modern day man. <laughs> no, um, well, actually, so now what, uh, uh, how long have you been in Malaga for? Actually, I came here for the first time on holiday in 18, 2018, but okay. then I came back to not settle down, but just to, I live between Paris and Malaga. Okay. So since, um, 2021, February, 2021, I actually come here and you go back back and forth back and forth yes 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 when was the last time you were in paris that was this year in um i can't tell you oh, this year okay sometime sometime this year. this year all right now uh do you enjoy going back and forth or would you prefer like one spot to be a home location do you like the because again it's, it's a digital nomad life right it's a well, it's a you can, can bounce around and be where you are and you know wherever you are is home versus this is home and then you know having the, to go from yeah there. this is interesting because i met um the friend of a friend in south of france and she was like um not a medium or vidente, someone. How do you say? What's the name for? <laughs> wow, sorry, that was powerful. Oh, and this, you could use it to make a beat. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like you, you sneeze I'm and then you like for, boom, the forty-three minute. Yeah, that was like powerful. You were saying how we call a medium, a psychic. Yeah, psychic. Ah, psychic. So she was a psychic, and I we were just in the river, just enjoying the river. And then she had a vision about me and she was like, wow, you cannot look for a house right now because it's like a bird looking for a, a fox. Um, den? Hole? Nest? Yeah, no. a fox. Fox uh, den. You, I, Foxes you, are in you, you, You're looking for a fox den, den. but you're a bird. So yeah. it's not time for you to look for a, a fox den. 
And I was like, oh, wow, it's true. I'm very nomad. My soul is very nomadic. Right. And, you know, I do I enjoy going back and forth. Not really, but sometimes I miss France. But with what's going on right now politically, it's a mess. And right. um, energetically uh, wise, it's also a mess because, I mean, especially in Paris, people are uh, emit very low vibrations and it's, it's um, depressing. And I know what they're doing, what they're planning to do from far. So I'm very happy to get away from that. Uh, but I'm happy to be here because every day I enjoy. I feel good here. I have nice people around me, like you, Big Sexy. Yes, indeed. And uh, Over here teaching how to play Mahjong. And, and I got to learn Mahjong. That's an amazing game. Um, and what else? Ah, yeah. I still don't feel home. I feel like home, like uh, the area. I like mm-hmm. it. But since it's, it's not, not my apartment, it's not right. yet home. So maybe it's time for me to look for a fox then. Well, maybe, but maybe you're a fox. Maybe I'm turning into a fox, right? But I'm aware about the water problems, and I want to buy a small land to grow vegetables because this is what I do. La belle plante grow right. nice ecological uh, vegetables. Uh, but you cannot buy a land if there's no water, and right. if there's a big uh, water issue. So I'm still like, oh, what do I do? So I'm, I'm, I'm shifting. I'm like a bird fox. Yes, I'm sure this You're could a bird exist. fox, yes. Bird fox. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So let's see in a few months if I'd be a complete fox. No, I'm going to ask a favor of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I noticed, I saw the poem that you wrote. Yeah. Right? I see it in French. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it the same yes. poem in French? Yeah. I want to hear the whole thing oh, in French. Oh, that's cool, man. That's a nice idea. All yeah. right. Ah, and it might flows even better. So let's see. Okay. Ah, oh, nice. Thank you so much for offering that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, so we love en français. Yes. Quand je voyage, je me connecte à mon instinct. Je ne suis pas un être territorial. Quand je voyage, je deviens un animal. Comme un oiseau qui traverse le ciel et les espaces en suivant le flot du vent, je deviens une semence qui traverse les frontières. Je m'imprègne des lieux et des gens. Je sème un sourire, une conversation, un échange, une accolade. Bref, de l'amour. Et je sais qu'il germe chez moi et chez les autres en beaux souvenirs, en tendresse, en amitié et en anecdotes insolites que mes cellules chérissent jusqu'à la fin de ma vie et que je visite de temps en temps dans mes rêves. Je voyage, je m'émeuve, je me meuve, mon courage, en guise de bagage, mon amour absolu sur mon cœur, ma générosité à la main, ma curiosité sur les cils de mes yeux. J'offre la clé de mon cœur à qui veut bien partager un moment de vie sincère. Je fais tomber mes armes pour seul bouclier, par confiance. Je pars à la découverte de la beauté et la pureté de ce monde avant d'aller en Inde, on a dû m'interdire de parler aux étrangers, de ne pas sortir après une certaine heure, de ne pas m'enivrer et sortir avec des hommes, de traverser des zones presque désertes. Mais tout ce dont j'avais besoin, mes guides, mes guides spirituels, mon instinct, mon amour et moi pour attirer les meilleures personnes. Tout ce que j'ai reçu est amour et bienveillance des étrangers. Des dons de chicken biryani, des lassis, des chai, des bai, des bombay, des frères et sœurs d'âme pour la vie. Et c'est aussi en Inde que mon voyage des semences a commencé. J'ai récolté des semences de respectueux fermiers, tout commença avec Vandana Shiva, car elle a été ma source d'inspiration. Jusqu'à aujourd'hui, je collecte, je sème et je donne mes graines, car mon voyage continue encore même si je me suis un peu posée. Alors voilà. Yeah! That, was the... <laughs> that was the French version. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank oh, you so that much. That was so awesome. My pleasure. Well, thank you for sitting down Yay! with me and coming was... here and hanging out. Again, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. And, thank you so much. And, uh, um, if folks, um, now do you do, do you have a social media presence? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, Instagram, it's Seed Libre. 
seed uh, in American, S double E D, libre, like uh, it means free, seed free, seed libre. Um, uh, hold on, let me say it again. Seed libre, S double E D, libre, L I B R E, my Instagram, seed libre. And of course, my website is Les Secrets de la Belle Plante. Les Secrets de la Belle Plante. Les Secrets. L E S. Hold on. You miss a S. L E S. S. And then Secrets. 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 T S. Secrets. S. Secrets. De la Belle Plante. D E. De. Ouais. De la Belle Plante. Plante.com. Uh, slash en English. You got it. You got this website in English and in Spanish. Nice, perfect. Oh, excellent. Well, hey, thank you very thank you so much. much. Appreciate you. That was lovely because you made me. Um, I got moved. I mean, you made me travel back to some very nice memories. And you know, with the COVID crisis, I mean, my father used to say, "Why you travel so much? It so much. It's so useless." But then when the COVID crisis happened, I was like, I'm so grateful that I traveled because I'm so filled up with love and memories that yeah. I could just dive into them anytime I want, anytime I close my eyes or anytime I talk to someone like you. And this is so precious. Yes. And never be afraid to tell your stories. Listeners, if you want to tell your stories, you can always reach out to us here at Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Here's up on BigSexyNomad at gmail.com with your travel stories. Again, LaBelle, thank you very much for hanging out and chilling. And uh, Thank we'll you be, for welcoming we'll be, me. We'll be playing Mahjong again sometime soon. Yes. Listeners, stay tight. You know, me and Judge Mendelis will have some kind of outro um, and we'll close this out. But again, y'all, thank you very much. Au revoir. Au revoir. À bientôt. Welcome back. Welcome back, world travelers. Oh, yeah. So that was Mimi. Yeah, I told you out there, uh, you know, Woo. a little bit. Uh, you know, um, we've had some very interesting breakdowns on a lot of stuff, especially like, you know, uh, the Illuminati, Illuminati in the entertainment industry, and um, <laughs> you know uh, that the the Earth is surrounded by an electromagnetic dome uh, that we're yeah 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 because it's flat and chipped and well well but, not that it's flat there's just another dome wrapped around the entire planet that we're all stuck in and we're not really seeing you know it's very Truman Show esque if you will, that what we know about space isn't really what is. We've had some very interesting conversations. Um, so I, I want, part of me always wants to go, you know, one day I'll have her on and just like hit me with all your, like we'll just sit and debate all the uh, weird conspiracies that, that she has a belief in, but I don't, I don't want to, you know, uh, delve, too hard into it. It's very interesting. It was a really fun conversation. But yeah, we had a great talk, man. I really thank her again for coming out and and sharing her stories with us and and you know uh, different parts of the world that she's been to. It's been it's been amazing. So I look forward to uh, uh, her coming through and hanging out at um, uh, at Mahjong and all that kind of stuff. All right. You got any big things happening to you uh, the holiday season coming along? Well, I'm going on that cruise, so we'll hear about that. That's Well, actually, yeah, cause this this will drop Saturday, and then you're going to the cruise uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The so I'm looking forward to hearing about all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, so we'll have one more episode before drop before you get on the cruise. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be exciting and a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we're we're getting ready. We're making holiday plans. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for Christmas here. Uh, we're probably just going to hang out with some friends, go see a movie, and chill. Some folks are ha- getting to get together. Uh, we weren't invited, so I'm not really planning on going there. But uh, whoever's left, you know, people are gone, went home for the holidays. So anybody who's left will, 
maybe gather up and, you know, just go check out a movie or something. Just hang out and just be, you know, in Spain yeah. you know, for Christmas. And, uh, I mean, yeah, next we'll also talk about uh, uh, New Year's plans. That'll be in the regular episode. So listen again on Wednesday for that episode as well. But uh, oh, yeah. thanks again for tuning in to this bonus episode. Don't forget, you can always um, uh, follow us. If you want to see the interview, if you want to see me and Mimi talk, you can go become a subscriber at our Patreon. Just go to bullwiththebutthole.com. And there you can uh, join the Patreon, Patreon, the Patreon um, for a dollar a month to see the videos. Uh, you can join the community, however, for free. Please uh, tell your friends about us. Um, become, you know, a, a sexy world traveler. Uh, with the podcast and we'd love to to hear from you reach out send us emails send us voicemails send us you know uh we haven't really done any wrong answers only we haven't had any more send in so we need some of those to come in oh, yeah. if you guys want to let that just die on the vine that's fine or give us another idea for a game for sure yeah for something else that we can do uh that can also be entertaining we, we, we're happy to entertain any uh, and all ideas uh, so yeah, so without any further ado, and in the meantime, safe travels. Safe travels.